clenched hand and wondered if Damien Fenby had still been alive when they had decided they couldn't break the chain or open the locked case and had severed it to free the cuff. Winnie Monks's nails ground into her palms. There had been a conversation with the local intelligence man. What business had Damien Fenby and Caroline Watson had on Hungarian territory? Why had there not been contact with the authorities in Budapest prior to a visit by UK agents? Why had Caroline Watson insisted that her colleague's body be repatriated the same day? Why had Damien Fenby been alone at the Citadel in darkness? Who had he gone to meet? She glanced at her wristwatch. Get him loaded up. A plain coffin, chipboard, was wheeled in, and Kenny came forward with a body bag. Winnie Monks, Kenny, and Dottie lifted the boy and slid him into it. He was light. They did it easily. Dottie, bloody useful kid, would have done the basic paperwork for bringing him home. They swept out of the morgue's yard into the traffic. The driver hit the buttons for a siren and for the lights to flash. Quietly, Kenny said, They believe they're untouchable, boss, because they aren't often touched. She spoke with a rich, distinctive accent from a South Wales valley in one-time mining country. My promise to him, Kenny, I'll nail those who did it, believe me I will, as long as it takes, wherever it goes. She did not make idle threats. She mouthed it again, sealing the guarantee she had given Damien Fenby. As long as it takes, wherever it goes. Jono, your mother's on the phone for you. He was carrying a latte back into the open-plan work area from the dispenser in the corridor, and he might have blushed. He slapped the coffee beaker beside his mouse mat and took the phone from Desi. Chloe rolled her eyes. Jono said, Hi, Ma. I'm surrounded here by doughnuts and donkeys. Before you ask, I'm wearing clean underpants. His mother coughed, her annoyance clear. What's the problem, Ma? He was told. Not a problem, more of a miracle. His mind worked at flywheel speed as he identified the difficulties, then thought through the lies he needed to dump on the sour-faced woman who oversaw holiday entitlement in human resources. She said it again as if she believed her son, aged 26 but still regarded as a child, had failed to grasp what was on offer and why. Have you written down the dates? Yes, Ma. They just want someone there. Peace of mind, that sort of thing. It was premature of me, but I sort of volunteered you. I think we're talking about two weeks. It's important, Jono. I'll call you back. You could take a friend. The cat matters to them. He sat at his desk and faced his screen. If he had scrolled up or down, he would have stayed with the statistics of the company's home delivery vans, their mileage and routes from the three depots in the south and southwest of England their annual fuel consumption, and the price of the fuel. It was Jono's job to drive down the consumption and the cost. Desi did the driver's wages and worked out how to get more from their man-hours, while Chloe watched the transit of goods from warehouse to depots. How would he have described himself? Better, how would others have described him? Average? Conventional? Normal? A decent sort of guy? It was the first week of November, a week when temperatures dropped 
Evenings closed in, leaves made a mess, and rain was forecast every day. Not the best time to go waltzing into human resources and demand time in the sunshine. He spoke of an elderly couple returning to the UK for surgery, might have implied war hero, and their fear of leaving their property unguarded, abandoned, while his uncle went under the surgeon's knife. She pondered. She played on it, miserable bitch, milking the moment. The arrogance of power. It was done grudgingly. Ah, I think that would be all right. Don't make a habit of it. Thanks. The deceit had tripped easily off his tongue. It hurt him, denting his self-esteem. He would have liked to say, I apologise for lying to you, but the weather here is foul. The job's dead boring and it's a chance to go to Marbella and stay in a villa. He went back to his desk and his cold latte. Chloe and Desi were looking at him. An explanation was required.